in five, four, three, two, one. Welcome back to the College Conversations podcast. I'm your host, Ben Jordan, and today I'm joined by one of the funniest people I know, Jonathan Wang, sitting across from me at the table here. Jonathan is a second year university. Well, why don't you introduce yourself? Well, first of all, it's Wong. It's uh, <laughs> Jonathan Wong. Jonathan Wong, yeah. Uh, okay. uh, so uh, I'm a second year here at the university, or I'm a third year here at the University of Minnesota, and I'm studying global studies. The there same as go. Ben. Same major, dude. And yeah, so today's topic, I decided to name the podcast. Um, what are we even going to name this? I don't know. Uh, Pure disappointment. Pure disappointment and not making it into your dream school. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> tell me a little bit about that what was the inspiration for that name have you ever never made it to your dream school ben uh honestly <laughs> i think this is where i wanted to end up this is i'm fine so were you one of those here. kids in high school or you like you applied to one school and you're like hail mary like please let me in if not i'm probably gonna have to go to community college so what i did was well, I did. I applied for the U, but it was like my main school. I didn't really have a backup plan. I guess I applied for two other schools. I applied for mm-hmm. Seattle and I applied for Hawaii. Mm-hmm. But those were just kind of like pipe dreams where I was like, well, if maybe if I get a huge scholarship where it's cheaper than going here or the same price, then I'll go. You chose the two most random and most expensive place to go. Yeah. Like for real. <laughs> See, yeah, I know. Seattle would have been like 20000 more a year to live in. And Hawaii too would have been super expensive. But hey, I could have been like chilling at the beach right now. But the question is, did you get in? Uh, so I actually got into Hawaii. That was the first school I got accepted to. Whoa. But I, <laughs> I didn't get like any scholarships or anything. And then Seattle, I got put on the wait list. And I think I just like, took myself off the wait list so i'll never know if i actually got accepted or not probably didn't what about you though where'd you apply to okay so i was one of those kids in high school that's like mm, overachiever what i want to do i applied to 12 schools 12 schools and at one point i was like i don't know how to keep track of this but i narrowed it down to a few colleges and universities that i want to go to but the one i really wanted to go to was this college called carlton it's in okay. south minnesota okay I got, I didn't even get put on the wait list. I got full, right, straight up rejected. Because <laughs> apparently a lot of people were like, oh, Carlton's like the Harvard of the Midwest. But it's like, mm-hmm. mm, I don't know. Yeah, that's one of the top schools in Minnesota, I think, right? Uh, or I think they call it the Harvard of Minnesota. But the Harvard of Minnesota? Yeah. Is it a lot more expensive than going to the U? Um, yes. They're private and they're... Down in the middle of nowhere. So it is pretty expensive, I would say. So 12 applications. You must have paid a lot in application fees then, I'd imagine. I did not. You didn't? No. Isn't it like 50 or 60 in application? Well, see, Ben, there's this thing called I'm poor (laughs) and I qualify for free and reduced lunch. Okay. So apparently, I got all my application fees waived. Really? Yes. That's that's nice. Okay. That's nice. Then there's not as much consequence for signing up for all of You know, now thinking back on it, I shouldn't have done that because it caused me more issues than it did. Why is that? A lot of essays? No, I kind of carbon copied all my essays and <laughs> sent off the same one. But it's like, you know how like you go to a buffet, right? You want to eat the fries. You want to eat the pizza. And then like once you sit down with a plate of ribs, you're done. You're like, oh, I can't eat anymore. But there's still more food. Yeah. There's just too many options. Yeah, I feel you. And I feel like you're someone, too, who 
really has um, always like been diverse in your options. Like in your major, I know you've changed a bunch. Um, well, <laughs> <laughs> see, I was gonna come to the U and be a linguistics major, and then I took phonology. That went out the window. I never finished a class because that's my W. Um, <laughs> that's your W. <laughs> that is my W, okay. a- along with three other classes that I shall not name. Um, Where you withdrew from three classes? Well, I think I got a W in ph- phonology. Uh-huh. I withdrew from Finnish. And mm-hmm. then I think I withdrew from like another class that I don't even remember what it is, but yeah. It was just bad. Okay. <laughs> And it's it was like it was like kind of like at that point of the semester you know you're not gonna pass so is it worth it to have a W on your transcript? Mm-hmm. But then at that point it's like does it even matter if you have a W? Right. The only class I ever withdrew from was calculus one because I'm just horrible at math and got off right there. Why would you take calculus one? Exactly. Well, originally I thought I was gonna be a computer science major. So, and then I failed calculus, but I always tell people too that like failing calculus was like the best thing to happen in my life. Cause then I was like, oh, I can just do like liberal arts now and do like global studies and like learn Japanese. And if it, we like, were to survey who I am today, if we were to survey the amount of people in global studies that have failed calculus, we probably all failed calculus at one point. In that's our lives. true. That's true. I don't, I haven't met a global studies person who has like ever taken a math class higher than like calculus one or like likes math in any way shape or form you know i was just in discussion today and like the group next to me they were talking about what their their first major was right Mm -hmm. this girl she was telling me how she was a nursing major but then she dropped it because she math is so hard and everything and i just looked at her and was like why did you even try because i know it was gonna be hard right like I'm, i'm glad you tried but then I was just like, we all know if it's not gonna happen, it's not gonna happen. Exactly, because I barely made it through pre-calculus as well, <laughs> and then I joined calculus and started getting like thirty percent on the tests, and I was like, yeah, this probably just isn't gonna work. You know, I took PSEO. For those of you who don't know what PSEO is, it's a program in Minnesota where it allows you to take college classes while you're still in high school. I took that. I took pre-calculus. I got a solid C. And okay. like by solid C, I literally mean the benchmark to get a C was 70%. And I literally got 70%. You got 70%. Yes. So you just barely made it through. See, even your phone's like, congratulations, <laughs> you made it. I'm going to edit that out though. So okay. <laughs> okay. So they don't know what they're ta- I'm talking about. But yeah, 70%. <laughs> yeah, 70%. Yeah, that was probably me. I don't remember what I got in pre-calculus, but I just... I remember it was a night class. It's It was like from 6 to 8 or 8.30. And I would just, oh, I just hated going to that class and driving in the winter in the dark. Just like, oh, get me out of here. Like, I don't want to do this. I don't like math. But my mom always just pressured me, like, got to get that computer science degree. You got to make that money and be a coder. And, like, I never even thought about, like, liberal arts or, like, global studies and it sounds yeah. like your mom really wanted you to be a computer science major. Yeah, I think she still does. I think she still does. Have that. you, like, consolidated with her about this? Yeah, I think she's come to terms now with, like, liberal arts, so, so I hope she, so, at least. She has come to terms that you might move back in next year. <laughs> she's come to terms that maybe I'll just be a barista for the rest of my life. That's and, true. Uh, That's true. <laughs> at least you're serving that good-ass coffee. Yeah. Caribou? Caribou's treating me well. I don't know. I'm probably leaving Caribou in, like, a month, so... <sighs> so disappointing yeah 
Well, yeah. I mean, so you you said you started with linguistics, and then what happened after that? I took phonology. Okay. And I stopped going to class because it got boring. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't understand what the professor was talking about. And literally, like, I thought, ling- like, you know, every major has a misconception. Like, linguistics, you're going to go on and speak, like, 20 languages. Uh, nursing, you're going to go save people. Well, I sort of had that thought. Like, oh, okay, linguistics, fun. I can do language research, whatever. Mm-hmm. I took phonology, and I was like, I do not care what these two sounds mean together. Right. And I was just not having it. And at that time, I don't know what was going on. I think it was, like, I was just, like... I don't see this as a viable future. Therefore, I'm going to take a W. So you took the W. There. And then what the happened w. after that? What, what were the other majors, though? I know you had a bunch. Okay. At one point, I was a German-Dutch-Scandinavian studies major because I thought, well, if I'm taking this language called Finnish, which, by the way, it's the it's terrible. It's terrible? Like, people say Asian language is terrible. No. Like, I have never seen a language where they included location into every single one of their words. Really? Yeah. So, like, if that? you want to say on the desk, you say it a certain way with the location. If you want to say under the desk, you have to say it a certain way, but the location's not the same as the one on top of the desk. So, you better be careful where you put it. Hmm. So, finish. How many years did you take of that? I took that. I took beginner. Basically. And what was your original reason for taking finish? Just thought it was cool, or do you want the honest answer, or do you want the academic Jonathan answer? Yeah, give me the on- give the give the audience the honest answer. The audience wants the honest answer. Yeah. I'll deliver the honest answer. Okay. I thought Finnish guys were hot, <laughs> and I was gonna go to Finland because <laughs> I saw this Finnish television show called Secret Lives on YouTube. So your sole reason for taking it was because of a Finnish show that you saw and the guys in it were hot i mean it's not that cringeworthy it's like if you put it like oh i'm taking korean because i like black pink or i'm taking japanese because i like watching bleach okay so d- d- don't understand. shame me on i'm that. not shaming you i'm just fine <laughs> i'm just fine not you know answer. every time when someone takes a language you know there's a reason behind it i want to take spanish not because i want to go and like speak spanish to somebody no i want to get a hot latina <laughs> There you go. See? That's, that's Everyone has a motive for taking That's how you language. should base what language you're trying to learn. Yes. Just off of that. So did is finished? Do you remember any of it at this point? Or is it fading out of your head? Uh, I remember some keywords. Like, you know how there's some words, like, everyone knows. Like, um, for example, good morning is humenin. Um, good is huva. And then the rest is kind of just, I don't know. Yeah, it escapes pretty quick, I feel like. Yeah, unfortunately. So, yeah, so Finnish, what happened after that? So um, now where are you? You switched to global studies. Did I influence you to switch to global studies or something? You kind of did. I did. But also one part was I was actually in between right now. Actually, I was still, right now I think I'm still declared as a ALL major. Which is what? Asian languages and literature. Gotcha. And they kind of forgot to highlight the part about literature because it seems like it's the Asian literature major. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I no language necessary. That. Yeah. So you're still taking Japanese. I am still taking Japanese okay. for good reasons. And now you're in global studies. I am. Yeah, you're basically doing what I'm doing. And I also know, well, let's go back to the, the topic. So we're calling this like not getting into your dream school. <laughs> but it's all about disappointment, guys. And, and disappointment. <laughs> what do you have to say about what was disappointing about all this? I mean, in this experience, I wasted so much money. 
that's true what year are you in right now third year and i was planning on my graduation actually today with my advisor Mm -hmm. literally i was like i don't care what kind of magic we're doing just get me to graduate 2020 because that is my intended graduation year Mm -hmm. we planned it out everything looks great but as i looked at all the classes i've taken i was like why did i take finnish why did i take an asian american studies class like that's fun you know but it's like i could have done that when i could have like my i could have done that my senior year you know right like oh i don't care pass fail whatever but i took that too early on that i didn't know what it was for so you're still gonna graduate next year though um supposedly hail mary yes hail mary yes okay so it's not like you're going to be here for like six years or something crazy then. I mean, okay. Hopefully. There's all the stigma about like, it's no shame you take five years. It's no shame you take a little longer to finish your degree. Like, I understand that. But my personal thing is I want to finish. Not because I'm ashamed. Because I don't have money. Yeah. Like, no one has the money or the time to be like, okay, let me take a little bit longer for my degree. Like, mm-hmm. money will run out. Like, that's the sad part about this entire thing. It's like the more loans you take out every day I log into my loan account, I'm just like, geez, it's going to keep growing, isn't it? Right. Until I graduate. Right. So I really need to focus on not accumulating more. Right. I think it would be fun if like we could just kind of take random classes like here and there, like take like a language class, take a history class, psychology class. But like you said, I mean, super expensive to be taking these classes. So you really don't have much time to kind of test out different things. I mean, you can if you're doing like your general classes. But even then, I feel like I haven't gotten to test out too much. I kind of had to choose pretty quickly like what I wanted to do. I mean, it's give and take. Like there are some people that did PSEO. They come in and they can have all the four years to take whatever class they want because they finished all their lib ads in like the first year of high school or or the last year of their high school year. But Mm -hmm. it's like, there's just so much tedious planning that I didn't do on my part. I see. And where else would, so if you didn't go to Carleton, like where else would you have wanted to go to school? I visited George Washington university right in the middle of Washington, DC. Like I, I kid you not. If I were to go there right now, I can literally go on Twitter and be like, hey, y'all, you know, waking up next to the White House, next to Trump. But it's like, <laughs> it's like super hard to get into, I I, I, I think. Because it's like, it's, it, it's D.C. It's not like a Georgetown American University, but it's like, it's there. You know, it's up there. But I think the one thing that just didn't compare is like my... um leadership experience mm-hmm. it's like all these colleges like they always like ask for like oh you need to be this 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 right you you should have like some leadership experience some things right but it's like when when, when you compile your own history of what you have done some things are not that important and mm-hmm. i i think that we put too much pressure on like high schoolers to like oh you need to have like all these experience it's like the same thing as like where after we graduate college, we can't get a job because we need experience. Yep. The, the reason why I'm applying to college is, yes, I want to better myself. But it's also giving me an opportunity to, like, take up more leadership experience. Because I feel like a lot of misconception about high school is that you have the 
freedom to do anything. Like, that may be true for some people, but, like, it depends on where you're from. Right. And, yes, certainly where you're from is a big part of, like, what clubs you can be a part of, what things you can do. And definitely some people, too, you just see these crazy resumes that high school Mm -hmm. seniors are pulling out. Like, I was the captain of this. I was the captain of this sports team. And I did this play. And Mm -hmm. I was in this theater. And I was working at this nonprofit. And I had a job for four years at this. And it's like, did these people ever have time to, like, relax? Like, trying to do all these things? Or they're just really going at it. Right. And I think that a lot of times, like, these people, like, they either didn't have to do a lot of other things outside of class or outside of their home lives or they were pretty much taken care of pretty well. Like, I don't want to say that I didn't have downtime, but it's like I, I spend a lot of my time like helping out around the house while my mom was at work. And it's like, it's not like I'm just like laying on the couch every day. And it's like, even though I try to do things, there is a limit on how much I achieved. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's a good amount. But to some college admissions, when I'm competing with, like, these kids from, like, let's say a private school, like, oh, well, but he's done this, 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 and that, that, that. But it's like, well, I didn't have time or I couldn't be doing this, 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 and that, that, that. Yeah, or you have, like, little siblings to watch or things to do that, like you said, to help around the house where you can't just be out doing sports and clubs Mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah, I mean, I wish I had done more high school like i wish i would have taken more time for myself but i don't think that's possible because family is more important i mean hey you made it to the u still a good school actually i i actually transferred hi you transferred i did i forgot about that where did wow you, where, see tell that story so remember how we were talking about carlton college right across the river is called saint olaf college i went there <laughs> For one semester, and I did not like it. So you got to live across from your dream college, and you would just look across like the river every day and see like the dream college and be like, oh, I wish I was there. No, it's something that I usually don't talk about because I feel like at this point in my life, I was actually pretty, um, I don't know. I, my first year of college, the first year that I was away from home, I, I just didn't feel well. And it, it it didn't really resonate well with me. So I chose not to go back and there's a lot of reasons why and yeah and i ended up transferring to the u because it was closer to home and it was oh it's nice it's big then i that's when i realized i like the cities yeah because northfield you can't do anything right and everything probably closed early i imagine okay let me let me paint you a picture saint olaf college was on top of a hill like literally on top of a hill to get down into the town, it's like a 10, 20 minute walk. And like the bus there is not like the city bus here or like the tr- there's no trains. Like it's literally like this little tour bus thingy that runs only a certain time in the afternoon to like 10 p.m. And after that, nothing. Wow. So you just have to hang out in your dorm or wherever you're living at? Yeah. Like, you get pretty suffocated. Or you can, like, go out in the woods, but it's, like, we s- any right-minded person wouldn't go into the woods in the middle of the night by themselves. Right. Did you have a car on that campus? I did not have a car. Okay, that makes it a little more difficult, too, in a small school. Right. And the people who had cars had to pay for a parking spot that was down the hill by the rec center. <laughs> so it was a workout to get to your car. And what's it like now, like, coming from that to then going to, like, a super big school? 
listen, I can get McDonald's whenever I want, okay? I can get chicken nuggets at 12 a.m. and it'll still be open. That's Hashtag true. Hashtag McDonald's. You can get that 3 a.m. McDonald's. Oh, it's so good. <sighs> McDonald's, the countless amount of cow zones that I had from DPDO. Yep. It's just amazing how much more things you can have here. Right. Whereas there, it's like, it's not even like, it's the, it's a small town. Like, what's their biggest restaurant in town? Like, this bougie little, like, cafe kind of thing where they overcharge you. And it's like, I remember one time I had ice cream there with someone. And then it was just like, excuse me, this is so expensive for so little ice cream. How much was it? I don't remember. But it was like a two scoop. I think it was like six dollars six dollars dang so three dollars a scoop i think that's one thing we don't have we don't have like a good ice cream shop i feel like on campus well yes we do mcdonald's always has good ice cream no but i, I mean like an actual ice cream shop i think that'd be nice to have one ben we're in the cities you can find anything <laughs> in the cities. i don't think we have one on campus though maybe i mean there's probably somewhere some shop somewhere i know there's like one in uptown mm. but i don't know of any around here i think ice cream shop would be nice you know, if they brought an ice cream shop here, oof, those kids drunk at like 12 a.m., yeah, high at like 3 a.m. They have insomnia cookies, though. Insomnia cookies is good. They also have ice cream, but it's not the same. Yeah, I think insomnia cookies is more for the cookies. And insomnia cookies, you want to explain what that is? People right. It's, for, it's basically this cookie shop that doesn't close until like late, like late as in 5 a.m. late or something like that. But... I've gotten cookies from there, and I'm. It, it's never disappointing, but it's. Sometimes I wonder, like, why am I paying extra? Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess it is one of those places where you just go in at like three, two a.m. They even deliver the cookies too. Which I mean, is okay, delivery makes sense, but it's like, it's like the I live so close, why walk? But then you walk outside and you see all these people out there going crazy, or like, they're either like high on drugs or like leaving the bar and they're all like intoxicated and you're just like no i should go back in yeah i should go back yeah and if you order like uh for delivery you're gonna have to get like at least 12 and then you're paying a ridiculous amount just for 12 cookies it makes sense if your roommates were you and your roommates were having like a movie night or something and you get like a bunch of cookies yeah yeah i think that's true one thing you can do is you can get the cookies and just put it in your fridge and whenever you feel like it just heat it up Another thing you can do, though, is just go to Target and buy a pack of frozen <laughs> cookies for, like, $3 and then make, like, 24 chocolate cookies. All right. Can, okay. I'm going to say this is this is truly disappointing. You know, you're, those Target cookies, like, during the holiday season, they would have those, like, Target cookies. Yeah. Like, I remember eating those, right, when I was little, and it was like, oh, it was so good. And as in when I was little, I mean in high school. Like, I used to think, oh, it was so good. My mom would get it all the time. I had them, I think, for Christmas or something, the Christmas mm-hmm. ones. They weren't as good. No, I don't know I'm talking about the ones you make in the oven. Like the, like the actual Pillsbury dough-looking thing yeah, that looks I'm like... I'm just a- talking about like the Toll House cookies that come frozen, and you put them... like You separate the squares, put them on a baking sheet, and then slide them in the oven. That was smack. They're like $3. I'm sorry. I'm not white so i don't have that big of a cookie culture (laughs) (laughs) and they even make like the whole room smell like this nice like chocolate chip aroma it's it's amazing it smells like grandma's house yeah basically except my grandma's house never smelled like that what did your grandma's house smell like um i don't want to say burnt rice because that's definitely what it smells like but it definitely had an odor good or bad 
confusing. Nostalgic. Yes, you definitely. <laughs> when you smell that, you definitely think ah, some Asian person's home. I see. Yeah. Interesting. Does your grandma's house smell like anything? I don't remember my grandma making cookies that much. Honestly, like the one who makes cookies in my house or in my family the most is surprisingly my dad. And it's just because he like loves cookies. So it'll just it'll just be like 10 p.m. at night and I'll be like, hey, you want to make I'll make some cookies and just throws them out and and makes them. That's very interesting because I don't have any family members that would make cookies. Mm. Very disappointing. I, I am very disappointed. The theme of this theme of this podcast. Like my actually no, I'm I'm gonna say this, but my mom married or she didn't marry. She's dating a white guy. He makes a lot of baked goods. Okay. He does make cookies. And like sometimes some of his like baked goods are like good. Sometimes it's not that great, so he eats it by himself. But I'm just like, my mom would never do that. She would never bake cookies. Like she's always keeping the fridge stocked with fruit and like anything but a cookie. Do your mom cook a lot though? She tries. Okay, that's good. Who you said someone in your family owns a restaurant, right? My granddad. Your granddad owns a restaurant. There's yeah. a lot of drama surrounding that right now. That's literally, I, I literally look into this whole drama with my grandfather and my mom's side of the family. It's literally like a K-drama unfolding in front of my eyes. Care to explain? Well, long story short, <laughs> there's a lot of money involved. Someone owes someone money. And right now they're asking him to sell, but he refused. And then the question is, once sold, who's getting what? Okay, so they're having a problem deciding who gets what. So inheritance problems, basically. Yeah, inheritance problems. But for me, I know I'm not getting any piece of that pie because that restaurant has been a terrible, terrible memory. It, it, it holds a special place in my heart, but it also has tore me apart many times. And why is that? What's uh, what's tearing you apart about that restaurant? I mean, okay, you know. Have you ever heard of the restaurant child? Yes, and by that you mean you were always at the restaurant? Yes, not just at the restaurant. Like, you know, sometimes we just got to grab the broom. We just got to vacuum the floors. We fold the napkins. <laughs> so basically, it's child labor in disguise. Yeah, you were just that perfect free labor. Right. It reminds me of Transformers. Transformers, child labors in disguise. I haven't heard that, but okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> So you have horrible memories of sweeping the floors of your grandfather's restaurant. Sweeping the floors, man. Like there was like sugar packets, things we have to refill, and like soy sauce we refill. I I remember once I got old enough in middle school, I started helping on the kitchen. Did you eventually escape once you got into high school or something? Well, yeah. My mom moved here to Minnesota. This the restaurant was in California. She moved me and my brother to Minnesota just so we would have a fighting chance at going to college. Wait, so you used to live in Minnesota uh, in California? I did. For how long? Um first 14 years of my life. What? I didn't even know this. Where were you from? <laughs> it's in a small town called Lucerne Valley. It's in the Mojave Desert. People usually don't know us. Um we're basically halfway between LA and Vegas. Halfway between LA and Vegas. Yeah. In the desert. In the desert. Small town. Small town. So you're a Cali you're a Cali guy. I'm a SoCal guy and yes, I've been on sand, but not the beach. Man, so do you miss do you miss living there? Now that you're in Minnesota? I mean that's a really strike contrast. Um, the, the one thing I do miss there is 
the weather. And I feel like everyone who comes to Minnesota always say, oh, I hate the weather. But, like, for me, I miss the cool nights and, like, just having to be able to sit outside at night in the middle of summer and have, like, cool breeze. And, like, it was the desert. It never snowed. It snowed probably, like, once in a blue moon. But it never rained either, correct? No, it never rained. So it was super dry, I'd imagine. Yeah. Was that was that a problem, though? Um, I don't think it was a problem, but, like, it's a dry heat. So it doesn't... It, it's actually way better than the Minnesota humid heat. But, like, sometimes it can get very hot. Like, I remember, like... It's like 104 one time during the summer, and the next day was 103. The day after that was like 101. So it was like always above 100 at certain times during the summer. Did you want to go to college in California then? Was that ever a thought? Or <sighs> okay, so my grandparents always wanted my entire, like basically their entire grandchildren to go to UC Berkeley. Because okay, imagine this. Imagine this. My first cousin, who was the first to attend college, she wanted UC Berkeley. My second cousin, she went to UC Berkeley. So by the time we, me and my brother left California, my cousin, my third cousin, he was set to go to either UC Davis or something, but he ended up at the worst UC school in California, which is UC Merced. Never even heard of that. See, I rest my case. Um, so my grandparents always hoped that we will all go to Berkeley or something or go to like a prestigious school, but like it never happened. I remember like, in high school here, like my last year, I called my uncle called me and like he he was like, Oh, what classes are you taking? And I told him all the classes and he was like, Oh, if you don't take the the, the other classes, how how can you like go to like a good school? And I was like, I don't know. I'm going to school. It's not your problem. Right. So he just wanted you to continue that UC Berkeley family lineage and you were like, Nope, I'm going to University of Minnesota. Right, which no one has ever heard of. They probably they probably don't even do people even know what this what that this school is in California. They do probably, but not as well. Like I remember my uncle got Missouri and Minnesota mixed up once, <laughs> and I was just like, I I don't know how to explain it to you. And there's a lot of uh, different UC schools, right? Yes, I want if I were in California, I I have told many people this. If I were to go to a UC school, I'd probably go to UC Santa Cruz. What is the difference between all of them? I mean, I. Does are the UC schools the best in California? Um, they're the state schools. They're the U of okay, M's of California. Gotcha. So it's not the USC. It's not the Pri- Princeton. I think right. It's not the private. It's the public university school. Or the the private states or the public state schools. And the, I think yeah. Number one is UC Berkeley. It's in the Bay Area, and it's pretty much like, oh, it's great. And then there's the Southern great one which is ucla but then there's like uc san diego uc riverside they all have different reputations okay but uc santa cruz is the one you would have liked if you had yes. to go to school in california yes go banana slugs banana what they're, they're mascots of banana slugs <laughs> what what does that mean it's a slug a banana slug yes what does that even look like i can show you a picture later but it's okay. basically this yellow slug Go banana slugs. Yes, go banana slugs. All right, I think. Well, I think that's how we'll wrap up the podcast there. <laughs> then with go banana slugs. You, shout out to UC Santa Cruz. Yeah, what a school! I never knew you're from California though. That was super interesting. You learn something new about me every day. You do. 
But uh, if you guys are still listening, thank you for listening to the College Conversations podcast. Um, really enjoyed this one. It wasn't that disappointing. We named it Disappointment and Not Getting in Dream no, School. No, they'll but... be disappointed once they listen to this podcast because it's so <laughs> disappointing. <laughs> but yeah, if you guys like the podcast, uh, make sure to subscribe. Leave us any feedback that you'd like. Jonathan was a great guest. We're for sure going to have him back on the podcast at some point. I'll be back. Where can they find you at? Um, they can follow me on Instagram at, at insomniac Walter insomniac Walter on Instagram. You heard it first. All right. Uh, thank you for listening and we'll see you later. Bye-bye.